Hey, this is John again from Simple Talk. Take a listen to part two with coming to a common ground with Alana Edwards Wright. Hello, I'm sorry. I got a phone call. Somebody was calling me. I didn't answer do it. Do not but... disturb. Do not disturb. Alana. <laughs> it's on do not disturb now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to remember that myself in the middle of this call. But go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I can't be burdened with everyone's um, baggage. I feel like a lot of the time, like, even though I, I love a lot of people, um, there are some people in my life that, you know, I, I can't get rid of, you know, but they are what I would consider to be ignorant and willfully ignorant because they don't want to listen to anything other than their own um, ignorance. So with that, I've just learned to like come to the conclusion that like, all right, you can do what you want to do. Um, I'm still going to love you, but it's going to be from a distance. <laughs> and I can't try to figure out your baggage and help you to be better if you don't want to be better for yourself. I'm, I'm, I take, I get that. I got that. But I take a, a sort of point of view. I don't try to take on it as a mission or anything, but I believe that um there's a purpose for everything so then it's like why is this here right now and why is this conversation or why is this you know person here right now and Mm -hmm. then i don't say like i go deeper and try to go you know because i'm very much i should have been a psychological uh major because i just i just go there very (laughs) extra but then i i don't and in my latter years, I guess, I mean, when latter years, like I'm super old, but is in my years now, it's like, okay, well, you know, and just like you just said, like, like a friend of mine that was very different and very different beliefs and everything like that, which was fun, which I, when in my beginning, in my 20s, it was just very hard for me to understand why somebody would change so drastically. But then in latter years, it's just like, okay, well, you know. And somebody's going through their process and everything like that, or if somebody is doing their own thing or whatever, it's what it is. Like, mm-hmm. it's what it is. But then I still wonder, what do I have to do with it? Especially if it's consistently brought to me. If it's consistently brought to me, and if it's something that actually sits inside of me, and I'm like, okay. And you can't deny sometimes that that is a conflict that sits inside of being like if somebody else is very different and somebody's very close to you or you can't like you said can't really get rid of them or whatever they're there but then it's like well why is this there not to present conflict or whatever you still have to love regardless and showing a lot of love which is all around but then it's like well why is this here because i always include myself i always include that i'm involved in this and everything like that, unless this person is trying to just really intentionally, you know, be malicious against me and everything like that. If I read that, then I have to back up from it. Then that's something totally different. But then somebody that is just, it's just not gelling and they're not getting it, or maybe I'm not getting it, or maybe this and this and that or whatever. And they're consistently in my care, I say in my care, then I'm just like, okay, am I meant to teach? Am I meant to Am I meant to learn? What am I doing here? What is, uh-huh. what is going on here? 
because otherwise I, I it will it truly, I feel like it, it truly inside presents some type of conflict and everything like that. And then it's just be like, okay, well, we not saying the one conversation. I remember having a work situation where there was a deeper situation or whatever like that. It wasn't me. It was two individuals. And they were trying to talk about it right then and right, trying to hash it out. I just really don't believe in that format. I believe it's a, I believe that you can talk about something, but then you still, time will tell if there's any particular conflict or something like that, that it's actually going to resolve itself, especially if it's deeply rooted and all that. And then if there's other issues that you personally have with either yourself or with, you know, someone else or whatever that, you know, you're not willing to address or whatever the case may be. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I yeah, I do think that makes sense. And I I would say that I don't necessarily believe in that format because some things I think need to be addressed immediately. Like oh, yeah, some, some sure. things I'm like, no, you're not going to do gonna or work. say, say yeah. that around me. Like, flat, you know, <laughs> figure it out. Some yeah, some things yeah. I I I I have a habit of sometimes being very um, emotional. I don't want to say emotional, passionate, but because I can be so passionate sometimes, I I end up like just going into like a tangent or rant like right then and there. Because as passionate as I am, I I'm also very laid back. And I don't really like to exert a lot of energy unless I have to into something that isn't necessarily going to be productive in the long run. You know what I mean? So sometimes I end up lending my energy to something that didn't need my energy right then and there. And then I get into this whole heated thing. And then 20 minutes later, you know, (laughs) the conflict is like resolved and I'm like okay that could have been done within two minutes but I just wasted all this energy and now I need a nap and a snack (laughs) I was going to say naps are like our family heritage I love it everything better (laughs) people people need to do more napping you know in certain countries like they actually have like a nap time like you go to work you go to work then you take a nap and then you get up and then you pursue more like you presume work like that's let's, let's figure that out right after we figure out the coronavirus let's figure out a, a, a national nap time i would love it it's like i miss kindergarten and preschool where i can't go take a nap in isn't the middle of a day isn't it sick how they condition you to believe that's how life is going to be they give you a nap time and then like once you turn six they're like we're not napping anymore and it's like no what my nap? what jeez man but it but i wanted i wrote down questions because i'm very like i said my whole life is really changing i'm knowing what i have to do as far as like if i forget something so i'm writing notes down as i if they you're saying stuff so is emotional a bad word for you um i it's not a bad word for me emotional is like it's just a word but i um i'm learning to be a little bit more careful in like my language as far as me being perceived as like a black woman so when oftentimes when i say i'm emotional or like people say that i'm emotional as a black woman 
people can take that and run with it. You know what I mean? And there's already like the stigma of like angry black woman, angry black girl, or women women in general are too emotional or people that present as women mm-hmm. are overly emotional. So I'm trying to stray away from that word as far as when it as it pertains to me, especially when I'm talking about things that um actually require the word passionate. Like passionate and emotional are not interchangeable, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me. But I had to evaluate that for myself. Like, I mean, I'm not a black woman, but I'm a black man. But I always feel like people rectify that word. I feel like a lot of people will change it. Not that I'm being emotional. This is I'm emotional. Like, I'm just like, why are we fixing that word? Because we we have emotions and everything yeah. like that. So then I'm like, if that is the word, regardless of what the perception is on any of us, then if it applies, I get what you're saying as far as like, because I'm learning a lot of times when I'm looking words up as far as what they mean and everything. Like I just really like I've used perception probably in the wrong manner for years when mm-hmm. I just did a message or whatever of mine. And then I was looking at perceptions versus um something else I forgot <laughs> perceptions and then I was like I was like okay that's not what that meant for me I'm like oh okay <laughs> I was like so then the like, dictionary is a powerful tool <laughs> it is so powerful I was like oh that's what that meant I was like oh well I was using the wrong <laughs> word all this time like I mean but then I was like, I don't see it. But then for me, I guess even if it becomes off particularly negative and it, it still applies, I think we do replace words a lot of times, even though it still applies. Mm-hmm. I do think a lot of times that does happen where I'm not being this, but you are, you know, but nobody would know that except you and God or whatever. Like it just, but like sometimes an intuition, intuitive nature would be like, you are being emotional, but okay. Like, if you don't want to use that word, if it makes you feel better, then fine. But, because I'm just, for me, like, I really feel, especially in this time, that anybody's going to perceive anything that they want to perceive, regardless of your words. Like, right. for myself. Because I, I, like, in the middle of when they were doing riots and everything like that, I was very concerned, because I was like, here, I was like, I noticed something about the world. I was like, well, I'm a black man. <laughs> Um, yeah. So some of these people are that ignorant because I'm a black man or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like a classification or whatever, just like where people will be like, I'm a white person or I'm a Muslim or I'm Indian, I'm gay, I'm straight, whatever. You know, like that you put yourself in total classification in a group or whatever that you will get treated a certain way because somebody is that particularly insecure about themselves or, or ignorant or whatever the case may be. So then why would I? have to I don't say lie about where my my state of mind is right now. Yeah, I'm emotional or yeah, I'm this or whatever. Like I you know, I but still probably taking the time of being like, is it is it that, is it whatever? And sometimes you can't don't have the time enough to be able to really classify where you are yeah. at the time and everything. But then it's just like sometimes I just know. I'm like I'm being emotional. <laughs> Like, and that's what it is or whatever. Very aware of where, you know, I am. That's why I think because when we talk about generations or whatever, like, I just know, like, a lot of times, like, that stuff is going to grow. 
Like, it's just like, I don't really care. Like, whether you think I'm emotional or whether you <laughs> yeah. think I'm this or not, I don't care. Like, even with the class creation of the world, I don't care. I just don't. Like, this is what it is right now. And then we're human nature. And then because I think Black women do have a bad rap, though, because it's like, you have to prove, especially, you know, now with Miss with, um, Harris, you know, taking the vice presidency, you know, candidacy and all that stuff like that or whatever, like now it's just going to be under scrutiny. So it's like, you know, a woman or a black woman would have to be, I would say portrayed or visualized as something totally different. And I'm like, well, just like the same, there may be emotional moments. And then it's like, why deny yourself? Because I mean, this is what, I think this is what government has been or politics has been where you just have not been yourself. I will be controversial right in this moment is Trump has given us exactly the narcissistic man that he is. That he has given us exactly who he is. Not to say he's a good man. Not to say or whatever. That is the one thing <laughs> that I can say about that man. anything controversial about that statement whatsoever. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people see it as controversial like I'm giving them a compliment. Like I'm, I'm just like it is what it is. That's where the state of the world is. No, like is this man like okay, well, narcissistic, uh, whatever that wants us to talk about him consistently, mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever yeah. like that, or whatever. So at least, but then I see a lot of the characteristics of all men, a lot of men and a lot of women, all colors that are the same exact way. It was an honest move, really, for the world. And then mm-hmm. now it's like I get concerned because then I'm like, okay, you got this going on now and we're going into another election. And then it's like, okay. But I, for me, just on my honest opinion for myself, and I'll stop talking after this and let you, whatever. But then I'll just, for me, it's like, I didn't care. I didn't really care. I don't care. I will vote. I will do that or whatever. But then I feel like the government and when it comes down to the, the elections and all that stuff or whatever, I was like, when he won, I was like, okay. <laughs> but for me, it was like, I didn't deny that. I'll say he's not my president and all that stuff. I didn't go there either. I'm like, well, we're in this country. But for me, it doesn't run my life. He doesn't run my life as an individual. So then I'm like, I have to follow my rules. I have to follow my intuitions and things like that or whatever. So then that's, a, for me, it's just like, okay, you know. It is what it is, you know, and not saying it is what it is that I'm not passionate that I'm like, man, it could have been a lot better, but then it, but it was what it was and it's now what it is. That's where we are. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Okay. So a couple things. Um, I think that you were absolutely correct. Before Trump even like got into office, I was like, yeah, like this man does not, this man does not care about like America. Anybody who believes that he cares about America is just idiotic. Like say, like say what you say what you mean. Like you voted for Trump because he's gonna get you a tax, like he's gonna get you a tax write off or a tax cut or whatever rich people get. I don't know, but like just say it with your chest. Like don't 
try to tell me that he cares about anybody in the nah. He don't even care about white people. Honestly, he he just cares about being rich and he cares about mm. having clout. He cares about all that, which is why he tweets every day, which is why he always says this type of thing. Now, what I would say is that um I think like as far as like elections go, like up until I got to college, I didn't really care about politics either because mm-hmm. I, I was like I was like on the same boat I was just like well I'm gonna live my life regardless you know what I mean like and it doesn't matter who's the president but if you really think about it um not to say that Trump has impacted my life every day like he hasn't come to my house and uh, called me the n-word and enslaved me and put me back on a plantation you know what I mean but mm-hmm. there are a lot of decisions that he's made that affect all of us and still affect all of us. And there are people that don't have the same privileges that I do. And although <clears throat> a lot of people would perceive me to be just like, uh, you know, regular black woman, you know, and there's oppression that goes along with being black and being uh, a biologically female or whatever. Um, there are a lot of privileges that I have that other people don't. Like, even though I may not be wealthy or rich, whatever, like I'm not broke, I'm not homeless. I'm not trans, you know, like there are things that I will never be affected by, but other people will be. That makes sense. Uh, And, and, and I, I have a strong sense of family. Like I have both of my parents with me. I have all of my family members that I can contact if need be. A lot of people don't have that, you know what I mean? And even the way that he's gone about this whole coronavirus, you know, I would challenge you to say that, like, if he had if he had done his job as a president, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have had coronavirus. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? When Ebola broke out um, back when Obama was president, he contained that, you know, he saved millions of lives because he refused to put his country through a pandemic in the way that Trump has been completely negligent of that. Trump has made Mm -hmm. several laws that has made it difficult for black people in this country to vote even now you know what i mean like what he's doing in the post office like that that affects all of us even if it's even if it's as simple as oh dang like i'm not gonna get a letter from my friend that he sent out two months ago because the post exit post office is acting crazy that has an effect on all of us and even if it doesn't have an effect on me personally there are so many people that it does have an impact on and if i'm gonna say that like I care about this country even a little bit. You know, I have to care about the people that are in it and not just me. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that that's where I was coming from when I voted for uh, Hillary back in, what was it, 2016? 2016 was my first time being able to vote. I was so excited. I was like, yes, I'm going (laughs) to vote. And And I was just starting to like, get a handle on what politics was and I'm still yeah. not I wouldn't consider myself a political person I just mm-hmm. have a lot of I, I have a lot of ideas and I would consider myself to be someone who was a compassionate person and I try to look at things from a lot of different angles and I try to care about people that society has told has deemed not careable about however you say it you know what I mean like there's so many people that society just throws away you know what I mean and okay. it's just not it, it, it just doesn't work and if we're going to say that this is the United States of America you know we have to stand united and start bringing up the people that won't that don't have the luxuries that I do or that or that you do or that you know 
cisgendered white men do. You know what I mean? We have to start bringing those people up and start bringing them to the table and challenging ourselves when we're like, okay, this doesn't affect me, but who does it affect? And how many of, how much of that population does that affect? And, you know, you know, stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I, yeah, that's, that's what I would say. But I do agree with you that I think that Trump, Trump literally gave us exactly what he said he was going to be. Trump has always been the same person, yeah. you know? He's not really yeah. a politician as he is a narcissist. You know yeah. what I mean? He only cares about himself. And he told, he showed that before the election. He showed that like when he was kicking it with Bush in the 90s. You know, he, like he, he's, he, we all knew who Trump was before he yeah. even not got nominated for president. So that's not shocking. I, none of this yeah. is shocking to me that even like no. about the woodworks and we're like, you know, FDs, black people and all this other stuff. Like none of that is shocking to me. We've all known that racism exists. What is shocking, though? is how little has been done as far as everyone who is not Trump that is Republican. You know what I mean? Like, these are people that are that are in office. You know what I mean? That That's what concerns me the most. Not the fact that Trump is the president, but the people that he has with them that are supporting him and that know more than him, that have been in policies for years, that have been in politics for years. So the policies that he's enforcing now that we're all seeing just like at a national level, what were what was being passed before Trump got into office? What was affecting me before all of this happened? You know what I mean? Like my life could have been completely different had a lot of these people not been allowed in office, but we, you know, because we were careless and not voting at a, um, on a smaller scale, we weren't voting like at our local governments and things like that. We have people sitting in like Congress and all these other places that have been sitting for years making terrible, terrible decisions on behalf of Americans. And that, that affects how we live now. You know what I mean? So I Very think true. that's that's why like I try to be as up to date as I can without overwhelming myself because I do get wow. overwhelmed easily. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can get a little emotional about things like that so i try to stay as as up to date on that as as i can and that reminds me i have to vote (laughs) (laughs) but i think i think you're very much true very much right because i tend to probably just stay focused on myself but then i'm like well i think i guess my faith really puts me at a middle Mm -hmm. because then i'm just for me it's like everything can work out okay if you really if those because i'm not in charge of those others that have not have not the same privileges as me mm-hmm. and so all i really can honestly do at the point that i'm at now honestly is is pray because then i'm like okay well you know because for me i'm not as invested in politics or whatever in and because i'm just like okay all right I see what's going on. And I really, really, really honor that I needed to see more of what was going on in the world um, for myself rather than just kind of keeping myself in the bubble that I believe I was in, honestly. Because yeah. I was just like, well, I'm in a bubble. I know there's other stuff going on, but I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. Yeah. But you need to you need to see it to, to be able to properly address it because then it comes into your your own community and everything started to affect me so i'm just like okay well 
yeah, we need to talk about this stuff. But the only person or people that I'm not say I'm in charge of or the only people that really I can really, you know, be affected to are the people that I'm around. I'm not a politician. I'm not somebody that's going to be on TV. I'm not any of that. But then this platform, along with, you know, you know, the friends that I have, family or whatever, just being honest, I think that is what it taught me is to be completely honest with, you know, what I would think. I'm like, okay, I can, I can take that. You think that I can take that this and this and that, because it was very much, you know, sometimes it goes into combative situations when it comes to discussions like this, because it could be just a little bit different. It could be just a little bit of disagreement that will throw it off or whatever. And be like, okay, I understand your point because right where you said it very intelligently, but a lot of folks ain't intelligent. A lot of folks ain't, I'm going to say they ain't intelligent, but they're not very self-aware to really be able to convey what they think. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, well, I'm challenging. No, I'm not challenging you. I'm just trying to understand fully where you are versus where I am and just to understand each other. Just to understand, you know, you're here, I'm there. And all of that, your awareness or your passion, as you use, is it may supersede me, my, me in that area. And then now, you know, I'm like, now I'm more aware. Now I'm more aware that that's where your passion is. So now I know the boundary of it and everything. Not you specifically, but anybody that we're going across as far as, especially talking generations, crossing generations and crossing, you know, talking to, you know, uh, older people and everything that's just very different like I think they've experienced so much more especially black older people yes. they've experienced oh my God. so much or whatever yep. thing talking to my grandfather is such an amazing experience 90 years old my grandmother 91 or 92 years old 91 to 92 years old crazy like you know and but I see their point of view and my their sister's chill and they're just as content of where they are in life and not getting stressed over it at all. At all. No. They're just enjoying where they are and everything like that. And I was like, I'm learning from that energy of being like, okay, well, they, they did what they had to do during their time and everything. Now they're just there to convey that wisdom and that easy nature of like, we are all intended to, to, to live and then we are all intended to die. And my grandfather will say that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. be like, I mean, it's what it is. This is where we are. But just as intelligent, he'll sit in front of the CNN and all that stuff. He will tell you the old stories of when he was in North Carolina and all that. And I'll sit there and I'll wish, wish, and I'll be like, man, but it's beautiful. That's why I feel like it's such a great thing to come from a great legacy of honest people and people that love God and people that have challenging stories and are willing to be able to to share it i've shared my challenging story with my grandparents and didn't think i was going to be able to share that and be able to receive you know such praise and such you know things we talked about things that were challenging and you know my grandma even considers me her friend or whatever uh-huh. and then it's so amazing so that's why i was like i always wanted to make sure that no matter what the age was, no matter what, you know, the status of what we are, I respect you 
and respect where you are and you respect me or whomever. And then especially now in the climate that we are, just that we can have conversations and we can be able to come to whatever you think and whatever I think. And then you can give me something that I may have to chew on or whatever you did. Like as far as like just being more aware of not everybody is where you are. And that's yeah. a that's a quick reminder of when it comes to politics. And I'm like, okay. And I'm very much an advocate. But then I forget in those moments and being like, mm, okay. I just saw homeless people yesterday. So I'm aware. Like I know that yeah. it's just like, okay, for them, I may need to just go like speak up a little louder. Yeah. When it comes to, you know, my vote or like political issues and things like that or whatever and where that money is allocated. You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, why why you keep calling them your grandparents? Like they my grandparents too. Well, you're, we, you're relate, we related. <laughs> we related. You're great. It's a generational <laughs> great. I was I'm talking about that myself, but it was yeah. It's it's so cool though. Like they're still. I don't know. It's so cool. Like that. It's just. It's that much respect. We have such a great family. I'm talking yeah. to the podcast audience now. It's very, we have such a great family and it's such a peaceful family. It's not yeah. like. Oh, it's really, it's, it really is like all good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, we're not fighting and people ain't mad at each other. No, it's not that. It's so peaceful. We can have conversations. That's why I wanted to do this and all that. And I want to do this with like my nephews too and, and everything like that because I just want to, you know, have that open line that people can see and have the example of this is a possibility. Even if if the format is different, if you have to adopt a niece or if you have to adopt an uncle or not, there's possibilities that you can, because I have family all around. Like, even though I have good family blood, I have good family friends. Like, I have good family, you know, good family friends. Like, a lot. A lot of them. I didn't replace my family, but I'm like, I got family, I got this, yeah. So it's awesome. So our grandparents, okay? You feel like about that? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. All right, well, I appreciate you. Oh, thank you for having me. I I appreciate you too. (laughs) I was a little nervous. I was a little nervous. I was like, I wonder how this is going to go. But I thought of the Red Lobster thing. I was like, okay, well, let me go for Red Lobster. (laughs) Oh my God, I make you nervous. Do I make you nervous? <laughs> no, no. Nah. Because I was just like, because it's just been like, I'm like, we haven't talked in a long time. We haven't, like, in depth. depth. Not in like depth. One, no. Not in depth like that. So, that's cool. All right. All right. All right. Well, um, I'll see you at Red Lobster next week. I will be <laughs> ordering the filet mignon. So, make sure you bring your wallet. Oh, you be paying because you got what two jobs? Don't you got two jobs? Oh man, don't put my business out there in the street. Have people asking? Have people asking me for money? No, mm-hmm. no, I'm kidding. All right, all right, love you. Love you too. All right, bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that, and you will continue on our conversation series for next time with Simple Talk. Have a blessed day.